On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're watching the Jets-Lightning game. Nikita Kucherov gets elected to the All-Star team. We talk about all that and more. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. In this episode, we're talking about Lightning Jets, Cooch to the All-Star team. So we're, you're joining me through halfway through the first intermission, I guess. Lightning and Jets are all squared at one. It looked like the Lightning really were in control of this game, which I still think they are. And they were doing a very good job of playing vintage lightning hockey. First 10 minutes of this game, no stoppages. The lightning are skating up and down with such speed throughout this game. And you could kind of see, and maybe it seemed to me at least, that it kind of seemed like the Jets were kind of gassed. I wouldn't say gas, gas, but to, they, they looked like they were having a hard time keeping up with the lightning and it played right into their hands. Uh, they had a fast break chance with Stamkos, which, you know, I spoke about coming into this game that this was a game I was really looking forward to because guess what? Uh, this is goalie. One of the, one of the two best goalies in the league. You got Vasilevsky on one side, Hellebuck on the other, two former Vezina trophy winners. And Hellebuck makes a very good save on Stamkos to deny him goal 499 for his career. But Anthony Sorelli moments later gets an assist from none other than Steven Stamkos to get his second goal of the year and get the Lightning on the board. Uh, and I really liked how the Lightning were really controlling this game. They were doing a very good job of puck possession. Like I said, they were skating up and down they were playing i think they 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 were being very ruthless along the boards very aggressive on the puck handlers and you know that's the way you want to see this team play especially against a, a team such as the winnipeg jets who have been playing so well this year and, and so very good start for the lightning hopefully they can keep this up into going into the second period uh, we all know how the Lightning sometimes have great periods, and then as soon as they hit that intermission, it's basically some. Most of the time, you're building back from square one. They have a very hard time of carrying over uh, performances from period to period. But uh, if their season play from period to period is any indication of how they are going to play in this second period, I think that uh, we have a lot of optimism that we have an enthusiasm towards this period because the lightning are very well they, they're one of those teams where they get better and better as the game the game uh the game progresses now uh, just to put it in perspective uh in the first period they're outscoring their opponents 41 to 30 now a little bit lopsided here in the second period stats 33 to 36 but this is where uh, 33 to 36 in favor of their opponents. But in the third period, 
the lightning are absolute animals once again kind of tipping the scales back in their favor uh outscoring their opponents 51 to 45 and on the road they haven't fared as well which listen i think that the way they're playing they're really going to start to flip the script uh outscoring their opponents 18 to 17 in the first period being outscored 15 to 12 in the second on the road and being outscored 24 to 18 in the third period but like i said the lightning if if this first period is any indication of what we might see in the second period i think the lightning will be in very good shape uh going into the second period now after one period their record when tied they are six and eight three and four on the road uh so yeah you know the numbers don't really dictate you know how well they play on the road as they progress but uh like i said they have you know regardless of the score uh and that goal at the at the end of the first period uh kyle connor scoring the goal for winnipeg there uh i think that really thus far up until that point and that was very late in the period i think that the lightning have done a very good job and look somewhat like their their vintage performance that we have seen from playoff games from from games when they're really really on and and i think it was one of the better first periods that we've seen out of this team all season so really excited to see that and then one of the stories in this game of course has been the absence of Victor Hedman. He, of course, traveled earlier today back to Tampa for the birth of his second child. So if he's listening to this, congratulations, Hedy. And I actually kind of welcome certain changes like this. You know, obviously, you never want to have a player at one player miss a game. But at the same time, I think it's it, it kind of brings a different sort of energy to the team, especially in the game of hockey, uh, when the coach is kind of forced to, to change things up. Um, I, I really like when we start to see different, uh, combinations out there, whether it be on the forward lines or on the, the, the defensive pairing. So as tonight it's Perbix and Sergachev, Cole and Chernak and Flurry and foot, uh, Really curious to see how Foot and Flurry play together. Uh, we have—I feel like it's forever that we've spoken about Cal Foot. He was hurt for a little bit and then just kind of fell off the map there uh, with the emergence of Nick Pervix there. So, um, but I really like this. You know, this gives Pervix and Sergachev chance to play with each other. Uh, kind of injects a little bit more energy into you. You know, I kind of feel like in sports and those who have played sports at high levels can agree that, you know, oftentimes when your coach mixes things up, whether it be in hockey or, you know, you get a new teammate or whatever, kind of gives you a new feeling, a new, a new burst of energy. You know, you, you want to play well with this person and, and, and somewhat, you know, don't, don't have the coach regret mixing things up the way he did. Uh, so I really like these pairings. Uh, I think they've been doing a good job thus far. I am curious to see uh, how Perbix and Sergey are going to gel together, especially just because uh, Sergachev uh, has shown flashes of his offense ability this year. Perbix, we all know, just got that two-year deal. Uh, not so much on the offensive side of things, but 
uh, one of the better defensemen on this team, as we have seen in games past. And well, this this year, really, what he's proven and why he's gotten this this contract. Uh, the other line I'm really curious to see is is Flurry and Foot. Uh, Flurry, of course, doesn't really get a lot of playing time. Foot still very much early in his NHL career, uh, still learning. So you're going to see, you know, a little bit of a so similar but not so similar duo there on that third line defensive pairing tonight because foot who i i feel like we what we could see potentially out of him as his career progresses and he continues to get better and improve is that you know he's got that offensive ability he's got that touch it's just a matter of of being more confident out there and and being able to take that chance and take shots and and then having the ability and know how to get back uh, on the rush if need be in flurry. Uh, we all know about him, been in the league for a while now. Uh, very tough defensively, defensive-minded player. A uh, little bit undersized for a defenseman, but definitely uh, want, you know not afraid to throw his body weight around. So as I'm talking about that now, like I said, we are watching the Jets game. Uh, in the background, uh, Kucherov, the the leading scorer in the NHL, newly named All Star, uh, just scored the go ahead goal. Uh, so we'll talk about him in the second segment because I really want to get into him. I feel like we've been talking about Braden Point a lot lately. Obviously, of course, you know, rightfully so with the month of uh, December that he had. But Kuch was named to the All Star team uh, today, so you know we're going to talk about him as well as you know. Uh, him just scoring the goal just now to get the Lightning the lead. So we'll talk about that in just a bit. But this is a reminder that today's episode of Locked on Lightning is brought to you by Built. Now, are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste. Then guess what? I just, I got just a thing for you. You got to try built with built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious. You won't think that they're good for you. Perfect for your new year's resolution. Now I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. They only have 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 12 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around just to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up to a four-box, a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or chocolate puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You could thank me later. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever uh, podcasts are distributed, distributed in audio form. We are also available on YouTube, so subscribe to the channel. Like I said, we are in the middle of watching the Lightning and Jets. Vasilevsky just made a very good, tough save. Hit him right in the chest, and he stayed with it to eliminate the rebound there uh, on the rush. This looks like it's starting to come become a little bit chippier. Uh, I think that <clears throat> if I had to bet, I would say that eventually, because like I said, 
to begin this game that Tampa got off to a very good start uh skating i i really think out very much so outskated and very much outplayed the jets in that first period even though the the period ended with a tie i i think that it was one of the better periods that we have seen all season long uh and i really firmly believe like i said that the lightning are only going to get better and we saw it Kucherov scores a goal in this period to give the Lightning the lead. I think that we might see a little bit more of physicality from the Jets as the game goes on in an attempt to slow down uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, but Nikita Kucherov, I mean, we, we talk about this guy and, and the way we talk about him, not, even, not only that we talk about him, but I feel like to a certain point, at this, even even as Lightning fans, I think that we have gotten a little bit. What's the right word? Pedestrian with some of the things that he has done in his career. Uh, having a phenomenal season leads the NHL in points with fifty four. Uh, actually, picked up his fifty fifth point tonight. His fourteenth goal of the season tonight as well, and. What more is there to say about this guy? I mean, yeah, we've talked about on the last couple of episodes, well, really the last couple of weeks, how well Braden Point has played and what kind of month of December that he has had. And, and rightfully so, the guy was absolutely on fire. But, you know, when, when Point isn't as hot as he is now, Kucherov really is the, the lifeblood of this team. He is really what makes the lightning world spin. Uh, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he is, you know, we, we talk so much about his his goal scoring ability and, and his ability to do certain things off off the puck. Uh, just how much, you know, even we've talked about in years past how he when he comes back from injury, how the minute he, he scores a couple of points, teams, even with him uh, not having the puck his ability to draw defenders towards him uh, because he does have that ability, of course, for that one-timer. But the thing that I think, you know, really makes him so dangerous is that not only can he score on you when he needs to or when actually he wants to because we all know how, you know, it, it seems though at times that Cooch is kind of hesitant to, 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 to shoot. And there's been a lot of talk about that. Uh, I've spoken about it quite extensively on this show. I think that he should be averaging four, uh, four, four shots a game at least. Um, but the thing that really is the huge uh, intangible for him is the fact that he is able to have somewhat of that point guard-esque ability to draw defenders in on him. And when I say that, I mean when he has the puck and – you know, he doesn't have to do much. All he has to do is slowly skate in, uh, deke a couple of times, and then he'll have two to three defenders on him. And that allows uh, other players on this Lightning team to get open for scoring, high danger scoring chances. And on top of that is the fact that he is able to thread the needle on almost any pass. It, it, it seems like watching Kucherov play out there and doing the way he doing the things that he is doing and playing the way he does. It's like watching someone play NHL, the video game on, on easy. Uh, so, you know, for him, his performance this year, thus far, he is has been named uh, initially 
to the all-star team. So, you know, congratulations to him. Of course, I'm sure that, you know, that is something, you know, you, depending on what player you ask, I'm curious as to see how, uh, you know, what his take on that is and, and how he feels about, uh, that. So very interesting to see, um, what else, who else gets selected. Now there is online voting and it closes on January 17th at 1159. You can go to NHL.com slash vote. You got to vote for Braden Point. You got to vote for Stamkos. Uh, maybe throw, <clears throat> I would say for defensemen, it, I mean, you got to go, you got to throw Headman in there. Probably. I would say, you know, Perbix, I think would deserve some votes there. I would like to see him get some votes. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of players obviously deserving. We're probably going to see Vasilevsky get voted to the all-star team too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he he really deserves it. And I'm curious, you know, the all-star game is is one of those games that I'm not necessarily into. You know, it, it's pickup hockey, which is nice. Um, but, you know, you really don't see that much goaltending sometimes. But not, nevertheless, uh, I will. I do like to tune in and out here and there throughout the course of the game, just because guys like Kucherov, guys who who almost play like they're playing pickup. He's so relaxed out there. Uh, he kind of just is super creative, uh, and 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 really, you don't. I don't think he knows half the time where he's going with the puck. I think it's just a split decision. You know, he sees an opening and he takes it and. Really, at this point in his career, it's just second nature. So, you know, well-deserved all-star vote. Uh, hopefully, we could be talking at the end of, at the end of the season about him potentially uh, being in the conversation for some trophies uh, alongside Braden Point as well as uh, Andre Vasilevsky for the Vezina. So, we'll uh, very excited to see how the rest of the season shapes up, and and definitely, hopefully, we could get more Lightning players on this all-star all-star team. So wrapping things up, like I said, uh, we are in the middle of watching this Lightning Jets game. Uh, the Jets do have the two-man advantage, uh, and they just scored on the power play. So now we sell, we reset back to zero. The two teams are now tied at two. I'm not gonna, I'm not mad about that. The Lightning just couldn't get the puck out of the zone. Uh, this Jets team is very good, one of the better teams in the Western Conference. Vasilevsky had a ton of of traffic in front of him and and you know this is I I still firmly believe this is going to be a game that's going to come down to goaltending uh between Hellebuck and and of course Vasilevsky who is the better goaltender tonight and I think that you know Vasilevsky having the two games off in a row I I don't like that idea especially going into a game like this. Uh, I do like the fact that he does have some extra rest, which is very nice. I do like that, especially with the month of, of, of games uh, that we have coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but so far, you know, he's given up two goals. One of them was a crazy, ridiculous goal. Not crazy, ridiculous, but definitely a great goal uh, by, by Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, and then Luke Dubois actually 
got actually Pierre Luc Dubois got credit for both of these goals. I knew he got the power play goal, but originally I thought it was Kyle Connor uh, who got credit on the goal, but I guess it went off to Luc Dubois uh, in the first period. Uh, so two goals by Dubois in this one, one of which is a power play goal. And yeah, like I said, we're back to we're we're back to zero with uh, the Lightning and and Jets just going back to full strength. So glad to see that the Lightning uh, killed off another power play. So you know now the Lightning are going to try and have now they're going to have to limit some some uh, some some mistakes down the road as as they've already been on the power play three times tonight. Uh, hopefully they could draw some penalties as the game goes on. Um, the lightning did a very good job with the, the, the possession play in, in the beginning of this game. And a lot of that had to do with their ability and their performance in the face-off circle. But now we're starting to see, as I said, I really was interested to see how the lightning would be able, if they could carry any of that momentum into the second period. And now we're starting to see slowly, uh, that that the the script has flipped in Winnipeg right now. So hopefully, you know, Hedman not being in the game or excuse me, not playing tonight won't be as big of a factor as we'd hope. Uh, like I said, now we're getting really chippy here in Winnipeg after the shot. Uh, and yeah, hopefully nobody commits any any reckless penalties uh, in this one. So you know, we'll be back on monday to discuss more about this game um definitely this is going to be a game that it's gonna be i think down to the wire i think that it's like i said uh hellbuck and vazzy are both gonna have to stand on their heads in this one in order for their respective teams to come out on top so like i said we'll be back on monday to recap this game but in the meantime please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast once again Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that notification bell and drop the thumbs up as well as a comment below. How do you think this game is going to shape out? Uh, or did you think, you know, if you're seeing this after the game, did you expect this kind of game to happen? Do you think that Hedman being gone uh, affected the way this game ended? If the Lightning do fall short of a win, we'll talk about all that on Monday. But in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next.